ladies! You're listening to the Ladies Gone Virtual Podcast. Do you want to work from home and start your own online service? This podcast is designed to replace your overwhelm and frustration with confidence and excitement. This is your host, Savannah Cochran. Join me every week as I share lessons I've learned along the way and listen to other women who have been right where you are right now and who are out there living their dream. I am so happy that you are here and I cannot wait to see the things that you do. Let's get into today's podcast. Hey y'all, it's Savannah. Today's episode, we are speaking with the incredible Amber Petrangelo, financial life coach and virtual business owner of Abundance Financial Coaching. We're going to be hearing about her absolutely incredible journey and story and also her expertise on how to start yourself up from the beginning for financial success. Let's listen in. Hey, Amber, how are you doing today? Hi, Savannah. I'm really, really good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. I'm so glad we finally arranged for this podcast episode and for my listeners to hear you, especially your story, and then also your amazing advice. As I mentioned in my introduction, Amber is a financial life coach, so you're definitely going to want to listen in and hear more about what she has to say. But Amber, I want to start off with telling my listeners a little bit about your story. Well, first, let's start with what financial life coaching is, and then we're going to talk about how you got into that and how how that came about. So what is financial life coaching? Yeah, absolutely. That is such a good question. I feel like it's kind of a newer field in the in the financial world and not, not many people have heard the term coach just because there aren't many out there right now. It's a growing field. Um, so really a financial coach, financial life coach, um, I'm a little different from most of the financial experts out in the world right now. Um, you know, when you think like financial advisors or financial planners or accountants, um, you know, it's a lot of people who like Uh, manage investments and help you with insurance and do your taxes and all those types of things. And um, we're, sorry. And y'all, we also have Wendy on the show today. So if you hear any beautiful little babbles or banging, that is just our guest, Wendy. She's the main star. So just overlook that. So I'm really kind of in it with them day to day, you know, working on their management and their money mindset, their relationship, their money, finding things that are going to work for them uh, with managing their money. And, you know, those other financial professionals definitely have their place. Like I have a financial advisor and I have a tax preparer accountant. Like I have those other people in my life, um, but I just kind of play a different role. Um, with someone helping them figure out those financial pieces that really um, you kind of need before you can go to those professionals. Okay, perfect. So how did you get started? Is this something that you've always known that you were going to do or what, what was your career before all this started? Yeah, that's great. So me being a coach is really tied up a lot in my personal story as well. Um, I've always been a financial person. I've always loved spreadsheets and numbers and like just all of those neat little type A, like that's just me. (laughs) And so of course, like when I was in high school and things, it, you know, accounting 
just made sense. Like it was one of those things, like you take that test in high school where they tell you like what fields you should go into. And it was like, you should be an accountant. So (laughs) it sounded good. It sounded right. I started taking some classes in that. That's what I went to college for, Um, you know, and it, it was good. Um, But as I got through college and as I got closer to graduation, I kind of realized that like the traditional um, CPA route was just not right for me. Um, That lifestyle just didn't suit me and, you know, the family I wanted to have. And so um, I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do when I graduated high school, but I was engaged and I was getting married about a year after college. Um, And so you know, I had all these other things going on. So I just kind of found a job um, that had, you know, good benefits and, and good pay because that's, you know, what we all have to look for and kind of got going with my life. Um, and after I got married, the very natural next step for us was to start a family. Um, that was something we both knew we wanted to do. And we were very excited for that when we got married. Um, and it didn't take long. It was probably about like six to eight months after we got married, I found out that I was pregnant. And we were so excited that that seriously was like the happiest moment for us to find out um, that we were going to have a baby. And my husband too, like he's one of those guys. It's so funny. He loves kids. He just loves kids. He's one of those people. Um, and so when the time came for me to go in for my first appointment, um, it was very unexpected for us to find out that there was no heartbeat um, and that I had had a miscarriage. Um And it really threw me. It really just kind of flipped my life upside down at that point because all of these, all the pieces had been falling right into place for that kind of, you know, perfect, lovely white picket fence life. Like it was just all lining up. Um, And when that happened and it was so unexpected, we were just crushed. Um, And it kind of, at that point, we kind of just, we didn't know what to do. We ended up just kind of in this um, grieving survival mode. Um, shortly after that happened, my grandmother passed away, um, which also just kind of led us further down that, you know, kind of dark path of um, like sucks, like life is not good. Um, and and we just kind of, we just kind of lived that way for a while. We just kind of survived for a while and, you know, managed to get up and go to work and do the things that we needed to do, um, but we just weren't ourselves anymore. And it took two years before I was pregnant again. Um, And they were not a good two years. (laughs) And so when I got pregnant again, it was exciting, but it was nerve wracking and kind of anxiety filled. And we didn't know what to expect. I was was very hopeful, Um, but there was still that, that concern about, you know, you know, pregnancy was not a guaranteed thing anymore. For most people, you get pregnant and it's, you're having a baby. For us, it wasn't like that. Um, And so when I went in for that appointment again, uh, for that next pregnancy, it was like the worst case of deja vu that I have ever had in my life. Um, It was literally like, it was the same time of year. It was the same time in my pregnancy. It was the same diagnosis. It was just, it was, it was exactly the same as it was the time before. And it just, it it was just like this black cloud that was hanging over my life just got darker and bigger. Um, And, you know, we, at that point, my doctor suggested, you know, we need to start figuring out what's going on. And so there was some hope in that 
I discovered some health issues that I had and there were things we could work on to um, hopefully make it more likely that we'd be able to have a baby later on. Um, but it was still then the added stress of more doctor's appointments and specialists and um, you know, just the blood work that I had done in the first place was a $1,600 bill after insurance. Wow. Um, you know, there was just, just all of that stuff yeah. onto it. Um, and, you know, so we would go on to figure it out and, and to kind of sum things up a little bit, it, it was over a period of almost five years. Um, and I would actually go on to have two more miscarriages after that point in time. Um, so, you know, I was living in a fog. I was living in yeah. certain mode. You know, even though I was a person that was good with my money, I used it as a numbing tool and ended up with credit card debt and living paycheck to paycheck and just not giving the attention to my finances, my mental health, my physical health, my marriage, like everything just kind of went on the back burner, um, you know, went off to the side as I was so focused on this one thing that was not happening for me. Um, and I just finally had this moment after five years, I finally had this moment of looking in the mirror and saying, if I can't have a baby, if it doesn't happen, if that's not in the cards for me, what do I want my life to look like? Is this the life that I want to have if that's the case? And the answer was a big fat no, like this is not the life that I want by any means. And I realized at that point that I needed to start focusing on those areas of my life that I had neglected. I needed to start um, loving on my husband and loving on myself and, you know, taking care of, just taking care of things and, and yeah. intentionally trying to build a life that I loved in the ways that I had control. And when I opened myself up to that, to, to what I really wanted, I kind of like to say that like financial coaching found me. Um, I didn't even know that that was a profession. I had no idea that that existed. Yeah. And, like as it kind of came into our world and I started learning about it and that it's this like really kind of beautiful marriage between all of the numbers and analytical side of things that I really like to do, but then also the interpersonal of like working one-on-one -on -one with somebody and listening to their hopes and their dreams and what they want to do and helping them figure out the pieces of making that happen. Um, and I just, I knew that like, this was it. This was the thing that I didn't know existed that I needed in my life that I needed to help other people with. Um, and so I, um, I took Financial Coach Academy, which was this great training online um, that really helped me kind of figure out how to even have a business. I had never intended to have my own business either. Um, that was something, if you had asked me when I graduated college, if I was gonna have a business, I would have said, hell no. Like I, <laughs> I in school had to write a business plan and it was like the worst thing. I, it was torture. I hated, hated doing that in one of my classes. <laughs> well, and I hate that too. Like, it's just so true that, that we, not a lot of us really grow up or, you know, even when we get to our adult lives, we don't think that starting our own business is an option for us. We, you know, we get that job that has, like you said, the benefits and everything, and we go through the emotions and it just doesn't seem like an option for us. Um, so I like that, you know, you eventually realize like, I want something different and there is something out there for me. I just have to figure out what that is. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think all of us have those tendencies and skills and things that we don't give ourselves enough credit for to be able to help other people or to be able to like, you know, make a business out of it. Definitely. Um, yeah. That's one of my main things is just trying to just, 
you know, inspire women to just look at themselves and see all the things that they have to bring to the table. I 100% agree. And I, it's so funny for me to like get on here and do this. Cause I am not the kind of person that I'm like, oh yeah, I have this great example. I'm like, you know, let me tell you all the things that I've struggled with and that I've, you know, tried to work on. It has been such a wild ride with this and creating this business. Um, especially because, so I started my business and I did the Academy and, um, you know, I finally started to feel like myself again in doing that in having purpose and, and something to work on and, um, knowing that it was going to lead me to be able to help other people. And the crazy thing is within two months of starting my business, I found out that I was pregnant and it just kind of opened the floodgates for all of that worry and anxiety and all those other things to come back into play. And I was honestly a little bit upset because I finally, you know, decided I'm going to throw myself into this business and focus on this, um, you know, to kind of take my mind off of trying to have a baby. And all of a sudden it was happening. I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to grow a business and grow a baby and do all of those things at the same time? Um, and then there was always that little, little worry in the back of my head of, of what if this one ends just like the rest of them? Am I going to be able to function and even still run my business if that happens? Um, and so, you know, when I went in for that first appointment and I saw that heartbeat and heard that heartbeat for the first time, it was indescribable of how amazing that was. I, I mean, it was a miracle. Yeah, absolutely. And... <laughs> And then the reality hit, you know, of I'm growing a baby and I'm growing a business. And, um, you know, it was definitely just crazy. I, I, I don't even really have the words to describe like how all of that was. It was, it was a roller coaster. Um, and so, and on top of that, I was still working a full-time job. Like even as I started oh, okay. doing all of that, like it was kind of yeah. on the side and, um, so yeah, like I, I was lucky that everything went along perfectly and you know, that pregnancy now, my, you can hear Wendy in the background making lots of noise. Um, she actually just turned 11 months old yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. <laughs> We're so close to her first birthday. Um, <laughs> and so it was, uh, when the pandemic happened, that was another crazy layer to everything that was going on. So, um, you know, I, I had the baby. I had her in January and I was on maternity leave for a few months, which was wonderful and gave me um, more time to dedicate to my business and, and really solidify that, um, you know, this is what I wanted to do. And this was the right thing for me. Um, and I had to go back to my day job after maternity leave. And I was literally, I worked a single day at my day job before they shut down because of the pandemic. And so okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I worked for a day and they're like, oh, hey, you need to go back home and go back home and keep working on that. Cause it's almost ready, <laughs> <laughs> um, which was crazy. And it was so yeah. good. And, like the pandemic has been weirdly good for me and my family. So it, you know, gave me that opportunity to focus on my business. Um, my husband actually got laid off for a while and was making more money being laid off than he was making um, while he was working. And so we actually had more income um, I had more time for my business and it kind of created this lovely situation that allowed me to leave my day job in July and just kind of focus solely on my business, um, which has been very exciting and very, very lovely. 
Yay. Well, I'm so excited. And, you know, we've been kind of following each other for a while and I just, I love everything that you're doing. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to share all the links and everything for you to follow Amber, but uh, definitely, uh, you know, reach out to Amber and just get her advice on all these different things, because obviously, you know, you're such a good, I know you don't like to say it, but you are just an inspiration to just go through everything that you can possibly go through and then come out on the other end of it stronger and, you know, doing something that you love and that's very, very meaningful and just changes people's lives. So I love that. Um, you, you know, you're really not that far into your business now that we've kind of gone through the timeline, but you know, mm-hmm. you've really grown in a short amount of time. So what did you do to start getting your name out there and start getting these clients once you found out and like really established yourself and your services? How did you start to grow as fast as you did? Yeah, that is a great question. So um, the one thing that I realized with um, being a business owner is that you have to be kind of shamelessly proud of what you do (laughs) and talk about it, you know, talk about it with people and tell people and There are so many people in my life that even though they may not be um, clients of mine, they are so super supportive of me and always have a good word to say about me to people. Um, And so it's really just kind of um, learning how to say it loud and say it proud. (laughs) Like, um, I will. I feel like Wendy's like, yeah, let's go. (laughs) Yes. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm kind of an introvert. I'm kind of a homebody. I am not one of those people that has like a million friends on Facebook or anything like that. Um, but in, in my business, one of the huge things that I've learned as a skill is vulnerability and being able to do things like this and tell my story and share those things that have been hard. And those parts of me that, um, I don't necessarily like showing off. But part of my business is changing other people's lives and helping them see that they can overcome these things and that they don't have to live in that survival mode. What would you say to yourself two years ago? What what would your message be? That is an excellent question. And 100%, I would always say, trust your gut. I am a very analytical person. I'm a very much a pro-con list. Like I, I want to have a logical reasoning for things. And some of the best things in my business, some of the most beautiful decisions I have made came from kind of sitting back and just feeling into whether it's a good decision or not. And it's something that I, I, I keep practicing. And I even like, I just had a conversation this week of a decision where I, I was having a really hard time. It was a decision that I had been thinking about for a long time and really, I, I couldn't bring myself to decide. And when I was talking to somebody about it and, um, like just telling them how I felt and, and where I was at, they said, well, you know, when you were talking about not doing this thing, you seem so relieved. Like you were so just like, oh yeah, this is good. Yeah. And then you're talking about doing it. You were like hemming and hawing it. And so like fighting it. And they're like, <laughs> go with the one where you're relieved, like go with how you're, yeah. and, and then it just seems so obvious, you know, when you, when you get into those, t- those decisions um, is to just go with your gut. 
Okay, good. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. We are also going to hopefully have a chance to dive into your financial advice and the financial side of things. A lot of people listening are in the very beginning stages of their business, or it may even just be a dream that they have. Mm -hmm. But one of the main things that you can do to set yourself up for success is to make wise financial decisions in the beginning. What would you give advice on that end of things? For someone just getting started or who is actually into their business, what what can they do? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the one thing for sure, especially if you haven't started yet, is your business finances are not going to work if your personal finances are not in some kind of order. Um, so that's really, you really need to start with the personal side. And then I, my business, I operate as a solopreneur. It's all me. It's the Amber show. <laughs> yeah. My business. Um, and so I really love working with people who are in that situation where, you know, it's really them, like they are their business, um, working as a solopreneur, especially working as a service provider. Um, and you know, that, that simplifies things, but there's still, um, decisions to be made and structure that you need around those finances. It's really easy to just kind of go willy-nilly with that kind of stuff and either mix your personal and business or um, not have a plan for your business finances. Um, I think one of the best things that I did right from the get-go, um, and this comes from being a financial nerd and reading all these books, is um, there is a book that I read, uh, Profit First, uh, by Mike, it's like Michalowicz, I can't pronounce his last name, it's crazy. Um, and his plan is really, the, the beautiful thing about his plan and the thing I really love about it is that, um, and this is something I do in my personal finances too that I teach, is you're deciding what's going to happen with your money before it happens. Um, so a lot of us make the mistake of getting into um, reaction mode or putting out fires mode. Um, and when you do that, you really don't have any direction with what's going on. And so um, his system has you set up percentages so that as money is coming into your business, all of that money is divvied up for specific purposes based on a percentage. So you have a percentage um, that is going to be set aside for your taxes at the end of the year. You have a percentage um, that goes to you in payment as being the owner. You have a percentage that is for operating expenses that you can reinvest back into your business. Um, you have a percentage specifically for profit. So you actually get to see and feel and experience that profit instead of it just getting reinvested. Um, and then there's a lot more that you can do with that system and, and add things in and customize it. Um, but really just having something even that simple in the beginning um, is really going to help set you up for success and help you avoid some of the pitfalls that a lot of business owners fall into when they start out. Okay, great. So how do you go about um, you just do your research as far as how much to take out for your taxes, how much to give yourself a profit, and how do you manage that? Is it a, is a sheet of paper that you keep track of things, or is there something that you can use to really keep yourself in line? Yeah, so it's actually, it's so simple. Like, I have a spreadsheet. I am, I'm a spreadsheet, Google Sheet nerd. I love it. That's how I work with my clients. Can't too. go wrong with that. <laughs> you really can't. And you literally, you can set up a formula that has the percentages and the categories. You, the hardest part is sitting down in the beginning and figuring out your numbers. Um, and, you know, in his book, he gives guidance on that, on, on percentages he recommends. Um, and when I started out, I started with his recommendation because I didn't okay. know. Um, but that's also part of the beauty of having some of those other financial professionals in your life 
Um, you know, when you have a tax preparer and you go to them with your numbers, they're going to help you figure out like if you're on track with your taxes, if you need to set aside or, or you're setting aside plenty or, you know, what that needs to look like. Um, even in your personal finances, when it comes to like, what should I be setting aside for retirement? And, you know, there's a lot of advice out there. Um, but the best advice is from somebody who is literally looking at your numbers and can help you because they have that experience and that knowledge in that field. Um, and yeah. I think that's one of the beautiful things about having a coach too is, um, you know, when I was working on my own finances, I read a ton of books. I looked at every, you know, all these different pieces of advice and these gurus. Yeah. Out there. We yeah. get so deep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. And the thing is, is everybody has their way. And then there's also these like rules of thumb that everybody says to follow. But the thing is, is they don't know your individual situation. Yeah. Um, and while it's good advice and it's a good place to start, um, really the best thing you can do is find someone who is going to dig into, is that really uh, right for me? Yeah. Is that Okay. Really yeah. I like that because that is one of the, I think the biggest pitfalls in every aspect of starting your own business and kind of working for yourself is that every avenue you know, it's important. So you just get so deep, you read so many different things and you're trying to put all this together and make it make sense. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed. So your number one thing that you can do is take that, get a financial life coach, whatever it is that you need at that time and have them just be behind you and just have your back and then give you just your personalized advice. So then you have a plan to follow. It takes all of the overwhelm out of it and it really sets you up for success. So Amber, if someone is in this position, they're hearing this, they're like, that is exactly what I need right now. How can they find you and um, where can they, uh, you know, get in contact with you? Absolutely. So you can find me, I'm mostly on Facebook. That's kind of the best place to, to seek me out. Um, I, my business is Abundance Financial Coaching. So you can find my business page there. Um, I also have Instagram under abundance financial coaching. You're welcome to come and, and, and hang out with me on Instagram as well. Um, the one place that I am the most that uh, I would really love to have people come join me is my Facebook group, which is financial empowerment for solopreneurs. So that's going to be a place where, you know, you're going to hear a lot more about how I handle my personal finances, my business finances, um, and help provide resources to other solopreneurs like myself who um, need help, not just in the finances, but in other aspects of their business. Awesome. Yes, guys, if you do anything today, join her Facebook group. I'm a part of it. I've learned so much and uh, yeah, and connect with Amber there. So thank you so much, Amber, for being here. I'm so glad that like, again, we've been kind of talking for a while now and we just haven't had an opportunity to really sit down and just dive deep into all this information. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. for joining me today on the podcast if you enjoyed what you learned please leave us a review and share with someone who you know would love it too if you would like to learn and be inspired more join my facebook group ladies gone virtual with savannah cochran and you will have a community of women who are on the same journey helpful live videos every week and opportunities for me to create a personalized business plan just for you i hope to see you there